1: or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction.
2: And now, we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Aaron Addisons
1: On American Family Radio. Um, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Uh, and uh, J-Mac is on tap. Mm-hmm. And Sherry B is as well. Yes. Over in Studio CC. Yes. And, um, and I just... <laughs> I'm not good at collecting myself. Uh So I just learned I'm you know how you have that moment where you've been you've been (laughs) you've been thinking about something, preparing for something. Yeah. And you've had this one understanding of something. And then at the very last minute, you learn that your understanding was not right. And so I just got a call (laughs) about that. And so my mind is is a little bit frazzled. So anyways, yeah, it's fine. It's all good, though. But I just will tell you, (laughs) probably going to talk less. So so you just prepare. (laughs) Gear up. No, bless your heart today. You're going to be driving this it's all ship. Good. I'm going to have Jeff open up
0: his mic over there. And gonna... Fans, oh,
1: <laughs> no, great. The, no. two, the two introverts. <laughs> no, knock, Jeff. I love man, introverts. Make it I married do, one. Make it yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's all good. Um, listen, let's start the way we always start with reminding our listeners yes. about the Marriage Family Life Conference. So, MFL 21 is coming up mm-hmm. in June. Yes. And we want to talk about that and then just dive right into our subject matter because, as much as I say, I'm going to talk less. (laughs) I have an amazing ability to compartmentalize. You do. So as soon as we get going, everything else is just over in that compartment that I will just open it again when we're done.
0: And then when it's over, chaos will ensue. Oh, yes. Right. Right. It's,
1: it's, (laughs) it is the clown music. I have a clown (laughs) music track that plays in my head. If people only understood, like there's some people who say things to me, Miki, I don't know how you do it all. And I don't know if they really like think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if they really think about it. Sometimes people just say that because that's their nice way of saying, man, you're pretty busy, aren't you? And then there are some people who are like, Hey, I know you're busy. I don't care. I still want you to do what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, Literally, (laughs) you know who you are people. And, uh, but just so that people understand Mm -hmm. because we are so compelled to do what it is that we're doing, it requires an incredible amount of strategy um and yes. as i was just uh saying clown music so it, <laughs> as soon as it, when we're sometimes we're in that zone mm-hmm. where it is right. like you just because you're going and right. and everything is like time-lapsed boom right and then you know but except life is lived during the time lapse. Oh, all right man. okay yes, yeah the marriage family conference.
0: life conference <laughs> that's right uh, 2021 happening June 24th to the 26th here in Tupelo, Mississippi. You can go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net to register there. Um, we have a conference within a conference for the children ages 4 to 17. And so we're hoping that families would come in from the look of the registration. Families are are, are coming. So praise mm-hmm. God for that. Uh, we have some great things planned. Uh, if you go to the website, marriagefamilylife.net you can see a layout of the conference schedule you can also see some topics and sessions for uh, the youth apologetics track and so it's just going to be a great time hope to see you there marriagefamilylife.net
2: all
1: right um so you again you handed me your phone on (laughs) sunday and that is always a scary thing for me whenever you (laughs) hand me your phone i brace for impact because i know at least I thought I know what is on the other end of it. Uh-huh. It's something that you're going to want us to talk about. or you going to want, want you me to, to read see, more you about? Know? Or yeah. you want me to see? Yeah. Because, but know, like you I said, mean, usually it's you're busy. So, right. You know. And so you, but yeah, it's, I you want too, me to see you know. it because it's, <laughs> Yeah. It's meant to provoke me and, and well, spur kinda, me on
0: to good you works. Know, you know, I'm helping out. <laughs> right? this, this is our show prep. We, we you know, that yeah. around <laughs> yeah. these ideas and these, you know, stories all of come up. the things you're saying right now. You know, sure. yeah. So yeah,
1: all of these things. And then prop. there are the rare moments where you will show me your phone. Yes. And it's something good. <laughs> yeah. Which is always a shock to it's me.
0: It's a rare moment. Wow.
1: Those are rare moments. Okay. Most of the time when you slowly walk up to me. I want you to see yourself through your own eyes. Most of the time when you slowly walk up to me. Uh-huh. And in slow motion, turn your phone around for me to look at it. It is something that I'm just, I'm like, Lord, come quickly. (laughs) Like, Lord, take us out of here. That's usually the feeling. But there are moments where you turn your phone around and I kind of hold my breath for a second because I'm expecting, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just foolishness craziness. Right. right. But then there are moments where there's like, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The faithful really do exist. Like people are still, I mean, (laughs) and, and And
0: that happened this weekend. I did both. It did. Right.
1: It did happen this weekend. (laughs) Um, this instance that we're talking about is not (laughs) that. Yeah. Um, so today's show, here's what we're discussing. Um, and I wasn't really sure where to go with like the title of this show. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just not certain, Mm -hmm. but I, I settled on Satan's shoes With a question mark? Mm, Here we go. (sighs) Um. (laughs) Now, look on its face, okay. On its face, I am officially like unbothered and not interested in this. Right on its face, yes. Because I would agree. You you understand? On its face, people just do things for attention,
0: and you know, they they do things to try to yeah stir up a media frenzy.
1: And when a person pre- presents himself or herself as an enemy of God, there are certain expectations that you have mm-hmm. of that person, mm-hmm. that they will behave as an enemy of God. Right. So when people do things like this, you just don't have, I mean, what can you say?
2: Right.
1: However, as I was reading various stories here, um, I did something that I think is not good manners as far as phones are concerned. You're, when somebody shows you their phone you're not supposed to like grab it and just start swiping <laughs> I but, saw I that, but I did I know thank you you're so gracious because <laughs> I was intrigued by this story yeah. and so then I started reading other stories connected to it and so in my reading of other stories um, as I swiped on your phone I I discovered that you know man there is something about the entertainment industry that lends itself to um, certain Pathologies mm. that seem to come back to—I um, don't know—some sort of camaraderie with Satan, mm. and and I and I think look, and I know I can I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now that even us trying to have this conversation, and don't worry, I'm going to get into the story, but even us trying to have this conversation, I can guarantee you that anyone who is just sort of out there exposed to the elements. And I'm going to say it the way the Bible says it. Anyone who is out there in the domain of darkness, mm-hmm. in the domain of darkness, absolutely thinks right now that I am making no sense in even just talking about this story. <laughs> like, what, what is the big deal? Right. Like, why is she even talking about this? Move on. Don't we have other things to talk about? Right. However, however, those who have been brought from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of God by way of Jesus Christ, understand that when we are looking at things happen in our culture, these things do not exist in a vacuum or some sort of detached happenstance that just, oh, and let's let's report that. No, these things have huge spiritual implications. So let's talk about it. There is a rapper um, who calls himself Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, And there are some of you who are saying, um, I don't know who that is. Who is Lil Nas X? Well, no, it's not Lil. It's Lil, L-I-L. It's Lil Nas X. Okay. Um, And I'm about to tell you who he is. And unfortunately, unfortunately, when I tell you who he is, you're going to realize that you do know him. And that's the sad part to me. Yeah. That's the sad part to me. Right. Because so many of us let our guard down and people infiltrate our homes Mm -hmm. and then we commend our children to these people. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they later disappoint us and we have to try to salvage our children who we've commended to them and said, hey, yeah, that's fun. Go listen to that. And this is
0: over and over again,
1: like repeatedly.
0: Anyway, repeatedly.
1: I mean, you can start at the top and work your way to now yeah. it's happened repeatedly. So Lil Nas X, um, if I said old town road, would that ring a bell for you? And so many of you are like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's the rapper who did the country rap song old town road that, uh, then had a little bit of controversy because the country music charts wanted to, mm-hmm. um, award him for that song And then there was some question as to whether or not it was actually country because it was also kind of hip hop. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't, you know, so he released that song in 2018. Then in 2019, he did it again and paired up with Miley Cyrus's daddy. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just I'm just trying (laughs) to help all your worlds collide right now. okay? Miley Cyrus was another one that Christian parents commended their children to. Mm. And then you had to kind of try to go save them after her can't-be-caged revelations. Mm, Guys, let's just journey. We, we, can, we got stones all along the road. Let's right. just journey past them and look <laughs> at them. This is, and this is why, let me tell you, this is why. Right. When people say things to me like, oh, it doesn't take off. Well, they're going to, you can't keep them in a, I'm like, stop. <laughs> just stop it right now, right. okay? Stop it right now because we must Christians must fight to live authentic Christian lives. And that authenticity is based on a biblical worldview, Mm -hmm. which means that we are not commending our children to any and every person who comes along and has some bubble gum that they want to sell. Come on. This is ridiculous. So anyways, getting back on track here. Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. All your kids singing them on on TikTok and tacky to and whatever. <laughs> okay. I don't know. And 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 all your kids dancing to them and and thinking it's fun and innocent and 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 you get roped in and right as that song reaches the top of the charts, it's got all kinds of awards. I was looking this up because I was familiar with the song mm-hmm. because of its popularity right. and because of it um um uh, rising on the billboard charts like it this the song was like a thing I was familiar with the song because of the controversy and because of um my points that I have (laughs) in culture (laughs) I tend to follow news Mm -hmm. right that suggests that there are ethnic partiality undertones Mm. and so this song made its way to my radar or on my radar because the accusation was that the country music charts have a question about Lil Nas because Lil Nas is black. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to award him for his country input and contributions <laughs> right? because he's black. All right. While this song is climbing the charts and Lil Nas is enjoying um, sort of being culture's um, person of the moment, he then comes out as a homosexual. That's right. <laughs> I, I just, again, Here I'm telling <laughs> you, commend your children to them. Gain, they gain your trust mm-hmm. and, and, and you s- commend your children to them. And then they flip the script time and time again. They, wh- and then you say, well, why does this keep happening? Cause you keep doing it because <laughs> right. it's successful. Cause it works. It works. Why would they yeah. stop if yeah, it's if working?
2: It don't
0: try to
1: Come on. Why would we? What, what do we need to fix here? Right. <laughs> so, so then he then he comes out that he is a homosexual. So then he is lauded because he is a homosexual mm-hmm. and he's black and he's singing, doing country, making moves within the country scene. So he is a mesh of intersectionality that is celebrated in our culture. Yeah, he is. He's all of it. He he is the first um, black LGBTQ plus to. <laughs> You know top the charts for the country sphere and and then also <laughs> because of being you know homosexual you know he's giving props to that people group just you know yeah. all of the people groups are they're getting in line with he their has hands a lot out of points. like right
0: he has a lot of points. so many points yeah. so
1: many points okay so he has teamed up with um a collective an art collective um I don't know if the art collective is called Mischief or if it's just M-S-C-H-F. That's the way that it's spelled, M-S-C-H-F. It looks to me like Mischief, Mm. which I think is probably what they're going for. So I'll just, I'll oblige Mischief. He's teamed up with this collective to produce a Nike shoe, which by the way, Nike is saying we did not design (laughs) the shoe. We are, we are not. Nike said, our name is Wes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we ain't in that mess. That's what Nike said. That was an official statement. Not not true. Not, that was Mickey's statement. That's not what they said. Basically they're trying to get away from it. Right. Um, I'd like to know where they got that check from though. Right. I literally mean the um, check. Yeah. You understand? Like if that Nike my you you I mean
0: <laughs>
1: Anyway, they have designed what is called Satan shoes. When we get back, I will talk to you about the scope and design of the shoe and um <laughs> I don't know how much more troubling it can be. Aaron the Addisons, American Family Radio. We'll take a break, and we will be right back.
0: Yeah, this is an ode to my old do. Yeah, I know you are going to. I pray a better place you moved on to. One day I'm coming home, too. This is an ode to my old do. I know you are going to. I pray a better place you moved on to. Yeah, one day I'm coming home, so you were an original. Welcome no back imitations. to
1: Aaron the Addison's we'll on American me, Family you, got Radio. Got Appreciate you listening. I'm Mickey.
0: And I'm Will. Hey, that's Re B versus. I'm not sure what song. <laughs> <gave> okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, all right. So Satan shoes. Mm-hmm. Satan shoes. That's what we're talking about today. This is a pretty big deal. Um, when you start describing these shoes that have been designed, um, a collaborative effort between Lil Nas X and um, The the collective, the art collective mischief.
0: But not Nike, right?
1: But not Nike. Now, this is really interesting because Nike reportedly said um, in a statement to CNN, quote, we do not have a relationship with Lil Nas or mischief. (laughs) Nike, and this is Nike, again, their statement. (sighs) Nike did not design or release these shoes and we do not endorse them.
0: They seem like they should be able to sue. Um, It's really interesting to
1: me because they they have a whole Nike check on there. Right. Like that's, I mean, it's not even, it's not like the kind that at the discount store, like a little bit kind of messed up, you know what I mean? Where it kind of looks like, that's not the Nike (laughs) Exactly. It's a whole Nike shoe. So I don't understand how that works. And I guess Mm -hmm. there are people who are smarter than I am, lawyers and such, who can, you know, kind of wade through all of that. Right but it's a whole nike check on the shoe y'all <laughs> like i don't understand yeah. how all of a sudden nike's like ah check with under armor <laughs> ah we oh, i don't know check with reebok that's <laughs> well, not us like dude it's a check like it's unless <laughs> we checked you guys were the only ones who had that check right. like I, I just don't understand so but here's the problem here's the you know the big discussion so you've got this shoe um, it is a black and red shoe. It um, also features a pentagram on it and an upside down cross on the tongue flap of the shoe. And um, it's got a little over two fluid ounces of red ink in the, the little cushion bubbles in the mm-hmm. air, air bubble soles at the back of the shoe. Um, You can kind of get a picture of this. Think your typical basketball shoes got the cushion in the back, Um, but it's red. So it's got red ink in the back. And yes, my friends, one drop of human blood. One drop of human blood in every shoe. Now listen to this. They designed 666 pairs of shoes. These are limited edition shoes. 666 pairs. They sold out in less than a minute. They are gone. And you want to know the price tag? $1,018 per pair. They are done. (laughs) They sold out in less than a minute, according to the company, according to Mischief. Wow. The limited edition drop of 666 pairs sold out in less than a minute. Gone. So Mischief is looking at Lil Nas X like, hey, we make a good team. That's six hundred seventy-seven grand, plus, you know. Man. I mean, I don't know. I guess you got to calculate all the taxes in people's different states. I don't know. That, I don't know who's buying crazy. these shoes. Wow. But it says so much, so much about so many things, right? Now, here's the problem. Man, there's so many problems. I got to stop saying here's the problem as if there's only one. <laughs> Here are the problems. Okay. So, so many people, this has kind of gotten on their radar. They're like outraged over this. Uh and if you're wondering somebody I I wonder if some people had the question at this moment like well wh- where would they get the blood? Like where's the where, who's who's given their blood to this? So according to a Mischief spokesperson, the blood was provided by members of the Art Collective Mischief. They said, quote, "We love to sacrifice for our art." Um listen I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like I you know, I I was thinking about the pathologies that are connected to um the entertainment industry. Yeah. And I was thinking about how, well, not just the entertainment industry, but so many of the pathologies that we see in our culture today, how there tends to be this link and this home with the occult and with Satan. And there is either a fascination or an outright involvement in this world that we don't recognize for some reason as Christians. And we should first and foremost be the ones recognizing this. Like we should be able to see it and understand it. Also written on the shoe, by the way, is um, Luke ten eighteen? I think is written on the shoe. Mm-hmm. Luke ten eighteen. It's the Bible passage that says, "I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven." That's that's on the shoe. Luke ten eighteen, and that's another reason why it was one thousand eighteen dollars. Wow. Um, so yeah, the, they put a lot of work into it. They they put a lot of work into it. Um, Christie Nome, Governor of South Dakota, right? Tweeted out you know her concern about this right she's she's talking about like this is a problem like this is I mean you know they are after the soul of our nation and you know um yeah they're after the souls of children Mm -hmm. of young people of those easily influenced in our nation okay I understand what 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 Governor Noem means I get it I understand what she's saying but we have a deeper spiritual issue here that we need to be looking at, right? That the people who make up the nation, if they are operating at a deficit, spiritually speaking, then the natural outflow of all of that is chaos on fleek. Hmm. Sorry for all of the slang today. I just, maybe it's because it's a rapper. I just, <laughs> it's an overflow to use it all. of, you know, <laughs> of chaos and rebellion against God. And we were thinking about this as, you know, even this earlier this morning, we were talking about how all of these sort of, um, I don't know, iterations of a departure or a deviation from the norm. I mean, because that is, that is literally what we're talking about when we talk about a pathology. We are talking about a departure or a deviation from the norm, from a normal condition. And, and this kind of, I, I would say, gets tacked on to what we were talking about last week, that this experiment that is a godless society. This is what it looks like where you put real drops of human blood Man. in tennis shoes and they sell out in less than a minute. Man. I'm just not, you know, and, and and granted, you know, granted, there's only 666 pairs of these shoes, but um, man, still, yeah,
0: but still, creepy.
1: Am I right. the only one that no, thinks that that's creepy? No, it is. Listen, um, wherever you see, man, and I, 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 I want to be very careful because I understand that people are struggling with things, mm-hmm. and and I in no way want to hurt people and my observations or anything like that. But I'm going to tell you it. We cannot deny any Mm -hmm. longer Mm -hmm. that there are certain connections that continue to be made in our culture that when people um, reject God. Right. When they are given up and turned over to themselves, um, there seems to be, um, a comfort that is found and excuse the expression in the arms of Satan. There is a, you know, I, I will full, fully embrace. Um, everything that appears to me to be opposite. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we see this in the music industry. In fact, um, because of some of the pushback that Lil Nas X received over this shoe because of some of the pushback he received, yeah. he posted a fake apology um, where he and I'm not, you know, and I again, another struggle. How much do I say? Because I don't want people going to look this up. It's trash. But but it is an indication of what is going on in our culture. He has a music video that is out where he apparently is um, conquering Satan But that's not that's not what happens. And I can't even I can't even go into detail. It's just it's too crude. And it's 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 too much for this type of program to even talk about. And one of the things that Lil Nas X says is that he's glad that all of the so-called like that all of the evangelicals are mad. He's glad that (laughs) all of the Christians are mad. And he says he wants them to feel the same way that he felt for all of the years of his growing up as a teenager who hated himself because of what he was told about where his life would end up. Mm. So now if you follow this, okay, basically what this young man is saying is that because I was told that homosexuality is condemned by God, that it is sin and that the end of sin is death, the wages of sin is death because I was told that, I am going to show you how I'm I'm free from all of that. Mm. <laughs> man. And, you know, anyways, we'll post links in the article. You can read what he and, says and what he did. And that's just yeah.
0: like the enemy. He, he said he's free from all of that, but he's bound. Yeah. You know, when you look at the manifestation of what he's he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, and man, it's it's sad. It, it's really sad. But I think it the, is the. the one of the greater points is that we have to guard and protect our children. Oh my! Goodness. And not feel, you know, oh we're we're being too heavy handed, because, like I said, this ha- has happened over and over again. Yes. Where these certain, you know, celebrities, they get into the the your living room, mm-hmm. <laughs> and parents feel, oh, I can trust them. This is just yep. Hannah, Mon-, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And yeah. then down the road. Exactly. This person t- turns out to be, and you might say, "Well, I, di- I would, I didn't know that they were going." You- yeah, you're right, but on the front end, I think we just have to be more uh, discerning and even yeah. overly, maybe you know, uh, uh, just protective of what's coming in and what's being viewed.
1: That's right, even you know? when it appears to be innocent. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't commend your kids to any celebrity as their like influencer. That should not be their like, idol. That- exactly and and I don't know i I know that sounds curmudgeon to say, but we as the parents stand between them and that type of idolatry. Yeah. we stand between them and that type of idolatry um, I was reading this story, do you remember um, oh man, was it like three years ago? I lose track of time, but maybe three years ago, maybe not that long, Lady Gaga had mm. this uh documentary that was coming out um and in, in the process of the film and the documentary, there were many um, aspects of this following her life that she decided she did not want to be in the final production, but the information, as is often done, still made its way out of, you know, sort of the editing booth, mm-hmm. okay? And one of the things that she talked about, now guys, listen, we can say, oh, that's, that's not really what happened. This is, this woman's, this is her own account, okay? And We're talking about, we're talking about the entertainment industry. Yeah. We're talking about music here, all right? This is her own account, and I want you to listen and follow this. She says in 2006, in 2006, she described an, exper- an experience that she had that she said was, quote, very real and visceral, not metaphorical at all. And then she goes on to describe this, and I want you to listen. I had just been out on stage. It was a good show. I was high on the love and applause from the crowd. I was outside lighting a cigarette, thinking about scoring some more cocaine. I was aching for more, more of everything. I just wanted to feel good, feel anything. Then this man, a strangely ageless man in a suit, spoke to me. He was leaning against the wall, smoking, and he said to me, I think you've got what it takes. Do you want it? I asked what it was. But he smiled and said, everything, success, fame, Mm. riches, power. Do you want it all? I looked at him curiously. I couldn't work him out. Then he just stood there and sang one of the songs from my routine earlier. It was otherworldly. I stared at him like he was a dark jewel dredged up from the deepest ocean. I got down on my knees and I asked him, who should I praise? I looked at him right in the eye and told him I wanted it all. I told him I'd do anything. Before meeting this man, she described her she described her life and her career as basically failing and not going anywhere. Singing in nightclubs and burlesque shows and things like that. But after she met this man that she describes as her illuminated prince, (laughs) quote-unquote. Illuminated prince. After that, her career took off. It was one thing after the other. Everything she'd ever dreamed of, one thing after the other. In other words, what Lady Gaga is describing is that she paid the price, whatever it took, right? Which in her words was her soul so that she could be successful. Now what's interesting about this is that she struggles with a chronic illness Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and she believes that the chronic illness that she suffers with, which causes her, by the way, tremendous pain ongoingly. She had to cancel a concert at the time that this documentary was being released because she was just in so much pain she could not perform. She said, she said, she believes that the chronic pain she is suffering is because she is trying to break loose from this deal that she made. She wants out but basically is tormented. Wow. Now listen... (laughs) <laughs> Y'all can think that it's metaphor when the Bible tells us that we do not wrestle Come against on, flesh man. and blood. Come on. You can think that that's just, oh, you know, that's something we just grew up hearing in church. It's kind of a <laughs> churchy term. It's churchy phrasing. And, you know, we just, you know.
0: <laughs> no, it's real deal. But
1: here is this woman who is saying, I made a deal with some strangely ageless man <laughs> and told him who... Who do I need to praise how does she know to ask that how does she know that worship is what will seal the deal mm. <laughs> and again and again guys this whole industry man they want full acceptance and access to you and your home alright we gotta grab the break Aaron the Addisons we'll be right back
2: I'm jumping by out inside. Jesus, You are my desire. Search my heart, oh Lord, for all things unclean. He's my. Really well now but didn't you release a CD like almost 10 years ago um yeah I mean I released a gospel record when I was 15 um because I grew up
1: in uh you know a household where all I ever did was listen to gospel music and my parents are both traveling ministers and so I kind of sang about you know what was going on in my life at 15 and that's how I got introduced to the music industry. I swear I wanted to be like the Amy Grant of music, Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't work
0: out.
1: And so I sold my soul to the devil. So I sold my soul to the devil. That's mm-hmm. Katy Perry. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about that. Welcome back, by the way, to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Mm-hmm. I'm Miki.
0: And I'm Will. And that was Darius James would Receive Our Worship.
1: It's interesting to me. And I, I, I'm just going to, you know, I, it's interesting to me that it seems at some point uh, the trajectory for, like, these sort of wild presentations um, that I don't don't know if the wild presentations are a result of the agreement or if, you know, the agreement then happens because of the wild presentations as far as these artists are concerned, but it's interesting that Katy Perry says, yeah, I kind of sold my soul to the devil, and, you know, her breakout song was I Kissed a Girl, And then you remember Lady Gaga and all of her rise to fame and uh, her song Born This Way. (laughs) And then you've got Lil Nas X and, you know, his coming out party of sorts and and being widely uh, celebrated. Um, Time magazine listed him in 2019 as like the 25 uh, most influential people on the Internet. I mean, he's just, you know, huge following. People know him. Yeah. And 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 it's interesting to me that you've got to almost kind of like come into this certain agreement before all of these things start to happen. And one of the requirements seemed to be, um, you know, a, a very open, warm embrace, even maybe like a participatory celebration for sexual deviancy. Like it just, it seems that that is what it is. And, it and I, like I know that that upsets people, but there's, yeah. look, <laughs> just look at these things and, and just ask some genuine questions, you know, just ask some genuine questions. Like what, what is it that links certain pathologies to, you know, the occult and, and mm-hmm. the worship of Satan? What is it that, you know, maybe, maybe we just are not willing to face that what we are dealing with. Are demonic strongholds. Right. And, and I know that people, you know, oh, this is laughable. And, and you know, people think that I'm curmudgeon. I, I understand it. You know, I, I get it. But I will tell you what is more real than what we are trying to, you know, tacitly deal with right. what is more real is the word of God and eternity. Yeah. And and that what God has said is true. Yeah. These things are these things are not made up. It's not it's not the, you know, sort of the result of our imagination.
0: Yeah, I think we really have to be clear that, you know, when the Bible says that we, you know, wrestle not against flesh and blood, that there are things, there are principalities, there are powers, there are rulers. You know, there's all these things that that are are at play. And we as Christians have to understand that the word of God is true. This is happening, you know, and I believe that there is a a linkage there. Even you see in the Bible where there were, you know, uh, uh, different uh, lowercase gods and stuff. They had they had cult you know prostitutes and you know that was a part of their life worship
1: worship. that's right you know that's
0: right you know to say like oh no y'all going too far no this stuff this this stuff is linked and you can see it you know even through the old testament you can see where these things were happening you know where it was a part of their uh, practice of worship to have these prostitutes and all this you know perversion going on man
1: Listen, I going back to this Lady Gaga story. This was one I think we covered this when it was a current event. This is not a current event. This is an old story, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm pulling this in to make the ultimate point that I hope that we're making and that is coming across well. Um it's interesting to me that for this woman, she says she entered into this agreement to have, you know, everything. She said basically she wanted it all. Right. And about a year later, she was like Huge. Like, everybody knows her name. She basically has it all. But then in this documentary, she's coming out and she's saying, you know, they, and, hmm. and she calls it, she says this is basically an Illuminati-controlled record industry.
0: Hmm.
1: Lady Gaga's assertion, okay? Hmm. She says, they may give you special powers. And, and listen to this. Outer beauty, talent, and wealth for a while- But it doesn't last. She says, this is the reason why so many people who dabble in the dark arts are so unhappy. They flicker bright like a morning star Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then wind up committing suicide or destroying themselves with substance abuse. Don't we see that? Like, don't we see that when we look at all of these young actors and actresses and these singers and songwriters, all of these people who, when Hollywood swallows them up, they spit them back out dead. (laughs) Don't, don't we, we see this. And for some reason, we kind of try to pretend that it's not spiritually connected, that there's nothing spiritual there, there. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. But, but there, but this is spiritual. This is not something that we can ignore or pretend that it doesn't exist. Right. These connections are real. They're not something that's just in our mind. The Bible already tells us how to process these things, and I guess our bottom line today is that we must not be guilty of commending our children to these people Amen. or these industries. Amen. Man, I was looking. Well, I was looking at that video you sent me earlier, uh, Ty Tribbett.
0: Oh yeah. I am going
1: to be listening to some Thai Tribute today and tomorrow (laughs) and the next day because he released a video. This was in 2020, um, April of last year. He released a video where he said he was trying to um, he's a gospel artist. He's trying to get a gospel song out and he's talking to he kept calling it the industry, the Mm -hmm. gospel music industry. (laughs) And they said to him, basically, oh, we want to get your song out. But there are certain things that you're going to have to do. And he says, no, (laughs) I'm not doing that. And then he says, I I told him, this is demonic. I'm not willing to do that just to sell records. Like, I'm not willing to do that. And he said, even after I told him it was demonic, they're still coming back saying, but now if you look, if you want to, you know, this is what you have to do. Now, I don't know what the conversation was, but I have some very strong thoughts that what he was probably offered were some collaborations with some people that um, live as enemies of the cross. Yeah. And, and, so. and I believe that probably what he was expected to do was to align himself with something or someone that is antithetical to the gospel, because the upset in his voice um, was obvious.
0: Yeah. And look, and I'll say this. I don't know. I don't know what it was either because he wasn't very. Uh, no,
1: he was vague on that.
0: Vague on that. You know, and I know he hasn't. I'm, look, he has played the game to a certain point. And I think he, he has admitted that, but there's something that was too far for him uh, to do you know, and I, I think, man, you know when you look at these type of like situations, you look at Matthew chapter four, I believe it is, where Satan tried to tempt Jesus yeah. and he presented to mm. him, "I will give you all this stuff if yeah. you bow down and yeah. worship so let us not think that this stuff is still not happening like that right. he's not trying to like you know get Give people the world so that Mm -hmm. they can, you know, be successful and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. This stuff is is happening. And we see him even trying to tempt Christ, you know. And so when we when we hear like Lady Gaga and we hear all these people saying that they saw this and this person offered. Mm -hmm. I I believe that stuff happens.
1: Yeah, it's real. And we we should not kid ourselves. I'll do this. Let's open the phone lines. I want to make another point while we get the phone lines uh, queued up. You can comment on our topic today. Uh, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Sherry B is over in Studio CC and she'll get your call queued up. Listen, um, the point that I want to make. And I I feel like this sounds like a broken record. If we are not willing to run interference, you understand what I'm saying um, between our kids and the culture then the culture has plans for them. That's right. And, and, <laughs> and, and I want to say this very clearly to parents who are um, performance driven and just sort of like American dream living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if it's like I want my kid to succeed, just understand that we are in this world, not of this world, And also understand that for many of the people that we pit our kids against like and maybe pit is the wrong word. Um, Let's say we hold our kids up against some of these people and say, you can do that. Mm -hmm. You should be that. We have no idea of the types of deals and contracts that these people have entered into to be where they are. Yeah. And so we should never be in a position where we are telling our kids you want to be a star you can be a star you want you want to you want that world you want that life where we hold that up and say yes because God's got great things for you man why how did we make those things the great things that God has for our children how did we make those things also the things of the world Hmm. how did that happen I just I don't know all right well the great where do we go first
0: all right let's go to Holly in Texas hi Holly
2: Hi. Um I just wanted to make a comment about um I just um blah. I can't even talk today. <laughs> that's okay. Um I found out today that there was some artwork associated with his song Old Town Road I don't. it wasn't used as the album cover I don't think. Mm. But it has four horses on it and you can guess what the colors are.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes. Actually, that, you know it's
2: that's they're not even trying to hide this stuff no. anymore. It's right in your face and people still cannot and will not see it.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: You're
1: absolutely then- right. Yeah, I looked I looked that up today and I did see that for uh Old Town Road. Um Holly, thank you so much and you're exactly right. They're not attempting to hide it. I mean, it is it is demonic. And um, it's no longer something that people are ashamed to admit. Mm -hmm. And that says a lot about where our culture is. Will the Great, where do we go next?
0: All right, let's go to Melanie in Louisiana.
2: Hi, Melanie. Hey, Will. Hey, Hey. Mickey. How are you all? Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'll I'll try to be as brief as I can. I'm a grandmother. I have a 13-year-old granddaughter, and I'm having a spiritual battle with her. And I know it's spiritual, but her parents are not saved. And so I'm just uh, a little perplexed and and strained with how to go about praying for the because the Bible says that the things of God are foolishness to those that are it's a stumbling mm. block yeah. is what mm-hmm. it says. And so when I start talking the things of God and telling her parents, you know, this is a spiritual battle, then they kind of shoo me off and it and sometimes it gets discouraging to me, but I know what God's word says and I know that this is a spiritual battle. And it's funny that you guys should bring up little Nas because the kids love Old Town Road. Mm And, um, and, you know, we as parents and grandparents, you know, we have to have a discerning spirit to understand what's beneath that.
1: Mm -hmm. And so
2: I was just, you know, as wondering what I can do to not only pray for my granddaughter, but also to pray for her mom and dad, that they would get on board and get saved and,
1: let me ask you something. Um, is it your daughter or your son? It is my daughter's daughter. Okay, so it's your daughter's daughter. So your connection is to the mom. All right, so... I co- I, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I don't want to cut you off, go ahead. Okay, so your connection is, is to your daughter. You're the, okay, so the, and the reason I'm asking that is because it's easier for the mom to talk to the mom. You understand what I'm saying? Like if, if you know, it sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes can be more difficult for the mom-in-law to talk to the mom. It it just it can mm-hmm. sometimes cause more confusion than when it's the mom. So I would say that that right there is a glimmer of hope because then your daughter needs Jesus. They, they both do, but you have an opportunity, I would say, to minister to your daughter. Now, here's my other question, if we still have Melanie. I think so. um, I'm here. Has she has she ever been exposed to the things of God like does does she understand the gospel
2: uh, that's that's a difficult I didn't I didn't I thought I was raising her up in the things of God mm-hmm. uh but apparently I wasn't um I am a Christian full mm-hmm. fledged born again believing the Lord Jesus Christ amen um and so but my daughter uh, you know, every time you bring up, it's almost like you could just see the the hate and the evil coming mm-hmm. out when you mention godly things, and mm-hmm. and that scares me. Um, mm-hmm. The daughter, the door, her daughter, the one that I'm speaking of, is 13, and she's. We just found out the other day that she was cutting her wrist, oh,
0: wow. and
2: she's just oh, acting wow. out in school. I mean, uh-huh. just, uh, and I'm scared to death, but I know that the battle is not with the child or the mom. I know who this battle is with. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Okay, so let me just say
1: this, um, sister, I'm going to be praying for you and I'm going to be praying for your daughter and your granddaughter because you have already pegged what it is that you're up against and and when you tell me that your granddaughter is cutting herself, that is demonic. Now, there are people who will want to counsel and and say that, you know, oh, it's just there are, There, are, you know, kids are living in isolation and all kinds of things. And they will not want to acknowledge the root of where this is coming from. But it is demonic. There are yeah. too many children. There are too many children who have found themselves the victims of the evil one. And they have been led to do things to their bodies, to their persons, because they have been instructed and told to do so. So listen. Um, You can try to chisel at this by doing a lot of work, Melanie, but I'm going to tell you, um, we want the Lord to melt this situation and that's going to come by prayer. So for every believer who's listening, your call has gone out and we will pray with you for your daughter, your granddaughter, for their family. All right. That's all the time we have for today until tomorrow. Lord willing.
0: God bless.